Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Spray is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, it's Daily Ticker time here on a Wednesday, brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born at the beach, online at pelicanbrewing.com. We talked to Mike Parker yesterday, so there's only one natural place to go today, and that is the longtime voice of the Oregon Ducks, our good friend Jerry Allen. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Voice of the Ducks. Jerry, good morning to you. What's your number one Thanksgiving side dish? Uh, number one dish for me is what comes out of the bird stuffing. I love stuffing. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, now, do you have like special recipes that go into? Because a lot of people complain that stuffing can be too dry. Well, no. The only thing special about it is it can't be dry. If it's dry, it's not stuffing. It's just dried bread. No, (laughs) it's got to be moist. It's got to be a lot of onion. It's got to be a lot of celery, a lot of flavoring. No, it's got to be wet. Yes. Yeah, Jerry, you're talking right up our alley here. Put a little gravy on that thing. Let's go. Oh, yeah. I love it. How how are you feeling after last weekend, Jerry? I mean, I you know, getting to see you on Saturdays, it's it's always fun. The 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 low of losing to Washington was was pretty darn low. That that was a tough one. And how do you then fast forward seven days later and the high of is Boga to play? Is he not going to play? Oh God, this could go sideways if he doesn't play. To finding a way to beat a, a really good Utah team that took it to you last year. Well, I, I tell you, after the Washington game, it's like, you know, people used to say, I went, I'm so upset, I'm going to kick my dog, okay? <laughs> well, when I came home, I was so upset after the Washington game, I let my dog kick me. <laughs> I, that's the kind of feeling that was. I was just, I was down. Yeah. That was why it was easy for him to kick me. He walked all over me. <laughs> but the the 180 the next week after the win over at Utah was really you know, the medicine you needed to, to be able to finish the rest of the season. You needed something good to happen. You still had some things in front of you. And uh, going into that game, I'll be honest with you, I did not think Bo was going to play. I, I was as shocked as the fans and everybody else was when he came out and then played the whole doggone game. Hey, Jerry, what stood out the most with what Oregon was able to do defensively on Saturday? They stopped the run. Tavion Thomas is the is – the, uh, I know Cam Rising is who everybody talks about, but uh, Cam Rising is able to operate and do the things he does because you get the run game going, and most teams will tell you that. 
Now, if you can run the ball, then it opens up the passing game because the linebackers got to play more honest and there's not as much pressure on a quarterback. Um, and so Oregon stopped the run. They just did not let Tavion Thomas go off, and that, that meant that Cam Rising was going to have to be the guy to make things happen. And he, he didn't have a sharp night, and we like to think that Oregon was a, a reason for that. But um, that was, you know, stop the run, and you make a team one-dimensional. Yeah, held him below three yards per carry. We're talking with Jerry Allen, the voice of the Ducks, at Voice of the Ducks on Twitter. You can go give him a follow, and you can hear him call the uh, game formerly known as the Civil War right here on the fan on uh, Saturday at 1230. Are, are you of the belief that the game needs a name? We asked Mike Parker that yesterday. He said, ah, you know, maybe at some point, but it's above my pay grade. How do you feel about the whole name situation? You know, I'm going to let people who are a lot smarter and have much higher degrees <laughs> in college than I do figure those things out. But I, you know, I call it the big game. I mean, it is a big game. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter whether both teams went in zero and zero, you know, no wins or, or a zero and nine. It, it's the big game to end all. If you win it, you feel good about yourself for the rest of the year in the state of Oregon. If you lose it, you don't. That's It's the big game. Yeah, that this is a classic back-to-back days of two guys punting. Yeah, I, well, and I would too because I don't, I don't want to come up with that. Now, let me ask you this though, Jerry, like because when we like we'll move time slots, you know, we've done that throughout our careers, or we get a new sponsor for a segment, right? And sometimes it takes a while for a broadcaster. You get so used to saying something that you kind of have to un, untrain your mind to a certain extent. Do you have to like on your game sheet, you know, your notes in front of you? Do you have to put like in bold letters, "Don't call it the Civil War"? Do you have to like remind yourself? Does it slip out? It still after even after it's been changed for a year. Oh no! It it slips out. I'll find myself yeah. saying, you know, up next the civil get together in Fort Myers. <laughs> the civil oh, get together yeah. would be you know, hilarious. Yeah, that was called the civil get together. Oh, the civil get together. <laughs> just named it, Jerry. Well done, buddy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jerry, I, I'm curious for Oregon State. You know, they they suffer a heartbreaking loss to the Huskies. Not all that different than what Oregon had, and. They rebound the last two weeks. They they take care of Cal pretty convincingly. They go to ASU where they have had no success, and they stomp the Sun Devils. I think they're coming in feeling confident. What have you seen from Oregon State that if you're looking at the Oregon side of it, maybe leaves you a little worried in terms of what they can do against what Oregon's been? Well, I think one of the key words you, you just said was confident. They're coming up with confidence. They're playing pretty well on both sides of the ball, and you know it, particularly the defense. And I know they're a little banged up, but um, but they've got confidence. They've got quiet control of what they want to do, uh, and they've been able to just kind of manage teams that they've played against. Uh, the offense, I mean, they're, they're kind of different teams. Um, Oregon's offense has been pretty good and, and you know, exerts their pressure on teams. The defense just, you know, tries to manage and not let the other team score as many points. Um, for Oregon State, it's been more of the offense trying to score some points and the defense not letting teams score points. So they're kind of they're kind of opposite types of teams. So it's, it'll be an interesting matchup because I think the Beaver defense is going to put pressure on Oregon. I think they're going to uh, handle the run to some degree. And I think Oregon's going to have to get inventive in the way that they handle Oregon's, particularly in Corvallis. It's just, uh, it's just crazy to go up there and hear other teams this year say it's one of a lot of stadiums they've played in, mm-hmm. and it's half full because of the construction. 
<laughs> yeah, it's only coming from one side. It is crazy. USC said that after they went up there and nearly lost. Let, let me ask you this, Jerry. You've been around Oregon for a long time, you know, 30-something, 40-something years, long time calling games for the Ducks. And for the first, like, 25 of those years, there was a lot of continuity on the coaching staff and a lot of familiar faces. And that is the program has changed a lot, and that's an obvious statement. But over the last 11 or so years, you get another new head coach this year, another new staff. We were down there in Atlanta, and it couldn't have got off to a worse start. What have you made of Lanning in year one and the and just what he's done with this program? And you've gotten to interact with him on a much more personal level than a lot of us seen him on the coaches show and all that throughout the season. Just what have, what have you made of year one of Dan Lanning? Well, he's got a chance in my mind, and he's got to prove it. You know, you got to win some seasons, you got to get to some championship games and win those. But I think he's the type of a coach at his age, with the way he handles every aspect, coaching on the field, his staff the media, the fans, the donors. He handles everything in a way that he, he genuinely appreciates those around him. So one day I think he's got a chance to be, you know, one of those Hall of Fame type coaches. But he he's the coach of the year in my mind this year, given what happened back at Georgia. I mean, that was a kind of a game that can destroy your season. For a brand-new head coach, you come out of that and go, okay, we gotta we gotta recruit some kids in here. We gotta rebuild this. Let's just get through the year. And he didn't just get through the year. He took those guys back and said, "Hey, look it. I tried to tell you how good the SEC is. I tried to tell you how good Georgia was, and you didn't listen. Are you ready to listen now?" And to that team's credit, they did. And so he and his staff coached them up. They got a better. And they are where they are now because of Dan Lanning. Yeah, Jerry, I don't think it's the majority by any stretch, but there there is a pocket, I think, when, when Oregon becomes the program they've become over a decade and, and they've been the flag bearer of the conference and they've had the success and they've also been in the playoff. There, there becomes at some point in a season when you rattle off X amount of games in a row on a winning streak and you start jumping closer and closer to these college football playoff rankings and that becomes kind of a narrative you get a tiny portion of fan that, for whatever reason, is just like, well, it's the okay, cool. We got the Rose Bowl. Is it mind blowing that we've reached a point where the playoff has kind of just taken over? And I don't know, the Rose Bowl or games like the Rose Bowl seem almost secondary, and to some fans, just not quite good enough. Yeah, really. To me, it's sad, um, but it's a generational thing. I mean, you're used to. Uh, having fun with and enjoying and liking what you have when when you're at a certain age or a group of people are an age and you go back in the early 2000s, late 1900s or 1990s, Oregon started to get good and go to places. We get to the Independence Bowl in 89 that thought that they had arrived. Mm -hmm. uh, 2000 Rose Bowl, it doesn't get any better than this. We'll never do this again. We may never get back to the Rose Bowl again. And then, then you end up getting to the Fiesta Bowl and almost the national championship game and wow, they'll never get this good again. And then you get to a national championship <laughs> game, and then it's like, okay, we got to do this all the time now. And then when you don't, it's like, what's wrong? <laughs> what's going on? We have to go to the Rose Bowl? Are you kidding me? And it's, it's, it's kind of sad. It really is because uh, there are a lot of people who are fans who will look at uh, one of the newer fans now or even some of the older fans who are, who are um, you know, a little bit, I'm going to say selfish. They, they want the best. You know, they want the filet mignon. They want the steak and lobster. No, don't give me a cheeseburger. That ain't going to cut it. <laughs> Cheeseburgers every now and then are just fine. Uh, what do you think happens this weekend in, in Corvallis, Jerry? How do you think it plays out? I think it's going to be a, a really tight ball game. I, you know, it's going to be 
Um, a game much like Oregon State and Washington played, Oregon and Washington, Oregon-Utah. I think the conference is pretty good this year, especially in the upper level, top level of the conference, and pretty even. And I, I think this one's going to be one of those games. I don't think anybody's going to run away with this game. I'm, yeah, it's just tears my stomach up to, to watch this game or any game and realize this is going to come down to final possession. Yeah. Either you're going to stop a team or they're going to kick a field goal and beat you, and you're going to, you're just going to, you know, you're going to go home crying. So it's going to be that kind of a game. Yeah, I uh, obviously I'm hoping for the orange and black to come out victorious in that one. Then Jerry, I know you're uh, rooting for the uh, the green and the yellow. I I do want to ask you. You're you're calling it at a half stadium next year. Their stadium will be complete. So in two years, you'll call it in the new stadium. Uh, I I want complete honesty here. I don't want punting from Jerry Allen here. <laughs> I went to Oregon State. I've been in their old press box several times. It was an absolute dump. Your 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 worst memory of the old Oregon State press box that no longer exists. Gosh, the worst memory. I think probably the worst memory, gosh, it might have been, I, I know what year it was, but I know that it was an overtime game, and and the Beavers won and ended up going to a, a major bowl game, and their fans stormed the field, tore down the goalpost. I mean, it was like misery. We, we had to stay there for the postgame show. If you're a fan, you just leave. You know, stay and watch that stuff. <laughs> But we're in the postgame show, and I'm watching fans party on the field, tearing down their goalposts, and, and it's because they beat Oregon. That's a memory that's not going to probably ever go away. <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't happen this weekend. He's the voice of the Ducks at uh, Voice of the Ducks on Twitter, Jerry Allen. You can hear him right here on the fan Saturday at 1230, calling the game. Make sure to bring up the Odyssey app and listen to Jerry and Jorgie call the game because the alternative on ESPN is not a desirable one for any fan base in this region. <laughs> so listen to Jerry and Jorgie call the game. And, hey, tell tell Jorgie to put a pair of pants on, okay? Like, it's it's getting ridiculous with the shorts. Oh, it's embarrassing is what it is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, those legs were built for something, but not for not going out of pants. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Have a great call, and happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Jerry. Andy, Brandon, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks for the time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.